Hey everyone, Jeff Emerson coming back at you on this, I think it's May 31st of 2018, and get my microphone placed here, I wanted to do an episode, a, a podcast episode on creativity, uh, being a creative, or um, I mean, we all have creativity in different ways, right? I wanted to share, because I'm documenting what I'm doing is anything that comes to mind, anything that just in my day-to-day life uh, is going on, I want to share. Because I know a lot of us have similar things we're going through. Um, People want support. People want to hear other people's thoughts, things that maybe help them in life, in any area of life. And and, uh, actually simply just to hear that they're not alone in, in some of the personality traits, the way we are, sometimes our quirks, whatever, right? Uh, so yeah, this is this is a good one. I'm actually gonna just there we go, hold on to my microphone and just speak into it. Don't want it to distract me because I had it clipped to my uh, to my clothing here, but this is better. So anyway, I'm watching. Um, it, it's early in the morning, and I'm doing work on my computers and. Uh, taking a break to, well, they're still doing work, um, some work that they can get done for me, auto, um, automated stuff. And I'm, it's really humid here, it's really hot and windy, and I'm inside and the house is still cool from the air conditioning that we put on overnight, so we'd be able to sleep. And I'm looking at a video, I just happened to look at some videos of Calgary, where we used to live about a year and a half, roughly, uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, if anyone doesn't know where I mean this. And as I'm looking, I find that I get nostalgic. I've got this thing, I don't know if any of you out there listening will have this, where you look back on a certain point in your life, or you're on YouTube like I am, watching you know videos and, and stuff, and I, um, I love the winter scene like the you know a, a winter painting on a on a sunny day let's say and it's like sun and snow mix and and I just because I grew up in Canada I guess um, I I I find it beautiful I'm not a huge fan of long winters at all in fact I've started spending as of last winter uh, this this one's just passed started spending part of our winter in, in Florida to get away from the damn winter because this one was horrible last one just did not stop from like November to May so but anyway point being I get nostalgic and I'm watching you know I'm thinking of everything I've been through since living in Calgary which was 20 late 2013 and into uh, late 2014 we were only there like a year actually but anyway I'm not quite a year but getting creative is something that is, and it's again, this takes different a different form and shape for all of us. But I think it's something. Here, here's a, a real initial key point. It's something we need to pay attention to, and devote time to whatever it is. If there's creative energy in us, and I'll put I'll I'll put my money where my my mouth is. Put my money where my mouth is, and say that I've got a couple things in my head projects that I haven't really put in the effort to complete because I've got other things going on 
and life happens that way, right? Sometimes it's like, holy crap, there's a lot going on, I'm working hard, and things are good, or you know, or maybe not so good for some of you at the moment. But th time is moving. Things are really moving quick, right? And there's always something to think about. It seems like there's always something going on. And that's why it's really important to actually schedule time. Um, and there's a flip side to that. But I, let me just start with this. Scheduling time to just allow ourselves to play, so to speak, in a creative way. Now, when you schedule time, you may not be in the most creative mood. It's kind of like a spontaneous thing that you've got to just allow. At least for me, that's the flip side of that coin. Um, you know, if I'm scheduling time at 5 p.m. next Wednesday to do the writing I wanted to do, the creative writing to write my next book, if I don't feel like I'm in the mood at that time, it's going to feel like it's forced, right? Or if, you know, I'm wanting to learn guitar or whatever else or whatever, fill in the blank, you want to do something creatively, devote you know, that hour or a couple hours to creative play time or work time. Sometimes it's got to be forced, it seems, you know, but it, uh, it's one of those things where you also can't force it necessarily. It's just like the, the writing, the words, they may come out, but, <coughs> excuse me, they may not be as creative uh, as they would be if I was you know, on a summer night at, at like 11 p.m. and, uh, you know, I'm outside and I'm using my voice recorder to, to just go for a walk and record my thoughts and then transcribe them, like put them down on paper or in a, you know, in a, in a text document, whatever, um, get them written down. It's one of those things, but at 11 o'clock at night, I don't find myself out that much anymore. With getting older and getting... Um, frankly, working hard during the day and, and uh, just getting older. It's like I, I don't have the need that I used to for going out at night. And, and I just mean going out for walks and stuff and listening to music and reflecting. I find that I've gotten away from that. And part of me misses it. It's one of those things that used to feed my soul. It was just nice. I could contemplate life. I, just, I had the world to myself um, in a sense. It was like I was... I was in the music in my ears and, and the nice, whether it's a winter or summer or autumn or spring night, evenings, whatever, um, I just enjoyed it. I didn't care what the weather was. I would always find that the change of season was beautiful, in fact, and symbolic of life, you know? So I was like a thinker. I was, I was a feeler. Um, and that was creativity for me. Creativity of the soul, if you want to make a heavy... You know, call it something heavy or whatever, poetic. Uh, but yeah, creativity is so important, especially as we get busier and busier and busier, you know, pursuing goals and day in and day out I'm doing my stuff, doing my follows on Twitter, following people back, um, Instagram, like doing all the social media work, blogging seven days a week or five days a week, whatever I end up doing now. I've cranked it right up. Thanks to having a good, by the way, thanks to having a good voice-to-text uh, app that I use. It's decent. It's not perfect, but it really helps because I, I do not have patience with writing. I've just found that. I do not have the patience, whether it's writing with a pen. I don't know if any of you are like this, but I don't, I don't have the patience. It actually frustrates me in my brain. Like I just feel frustrated. My attention span sucks when it comes to writing. 
writing things down or, or writing a book. I hate it. I actually hate it. Which is why, and I wish I didn't, believe me, I wish I didn't, but I do have a vision issue as well called convergence insufficiency, which an ophthalmologist, uh, who's like pretty much the highest level eye doctor, eye specialist you can find, as far as I know, ocular health and all that stuff, that's, he's also in my, uh, in my first book, Beyond ADHD, we talk about ADHD and, and vision issues and misdiagnosis and other things. Um, and the ramifications are huge uh, for some of this stuff that they don't even test for in, in, in regular retail, uh, in a lot of retail eye exam places. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, a lot of those retail places. So anyway, getting back to the point, I don't like writing, but I, it's, it's, it's a challenge for me. I know I'm leaving, I'm leaving stuff on the table, so to speak. Like I'm not getting as much done as I could be for a couple of reasons, and I make excuses here and there, but here comes another point based on that. Don't beat yourself up if you're not getting, if you're not devoting a ton of time to creativity and you're not giving yourself maybe the time you need. Don't, like beating yourself up will do no good. That, that's counterintuitive, right? That's just going to make it worse. And then, <clears throat> um, yeah, just focus on, you know what I do? It, and it, this is so use a fancy, well, no, I'm not going to use that word. Um, I don't think it's correct, but it's so, just go with the flow. And it's like half going with the flow and half needing to schedule time to actually check in with myself on how I'm doing on any project that I want to get completed. I recently actually had to pull back from book two because I found myself, I just found my time management and things going on with building my social media platform uh, and a new project I have going, which is um, which is a higher priority at the moment, I found that, that I didn't have time to work with someone on a book, even though they were ready and everything. I just didn't have the time. Uh, if I'd had the money to hire a ghostwriter, um, that would have happened, quite possibly, and, and maybe I'll still do that, who knows. But ghostwriters can be expensive because they do everything, right? They write the book for you. And... If I ever do hire, hire a ghostwriter, any of you out there wondering, I will make sure the book is in my voice. I will make sure I will go over the whole damn thing. Believe me, there's no way I'd let my voice be changed or altered. Uh, I would painstakingly go through the book for sure, even though that would be a chore because of my vision issues and stuff. But um, but yeah, I obviously would, as I did with Beyond ADHD, though it wasn't a ghostwriter. I worked with a co-writer on that, and that was... God, that was a mammoth effort. I'm surprised that book got out there still. Signed, you know, got a book deal and, and everything, which was amazing. I'm incredibly grateful for that. But this is just creativity. I'm telling you. Um, first of all, I support you in it. I get it. I understand some of you. You're like the soul aches to get it out, right? Some of you will understand what I mean by that. It's like there's the, there's a memoir in me that is still coming, that's been tapping me. My, my first book was supposed to be like a, <clears throat> not a memoir per se, but a book about my life. Um, an inspirational book based on my life. But it turned into something uh, <clears throat> so much bigger, really, in hindsight, with mental health. And obviously it's called Beyond ADHD, so it's related to that. But it also goes a lot bigger. It also goes beyond that. Uh, it's a, 
Holy crap, that was a mammoth project. But it's one of those things, man. I've got thoughts racing through my head as I'm talking to you on this, this in this podcast episode, <clears throat> which I will have up on Alexa Skills uh, or Alexa, Amazon Alexa. So uh, stay tuned for that. I've got an Amazon uh, Alexa Skill coming up. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll be sharing more and announcing it as, as time goes. Getting into voice is huge. As you can tell, I love voice. I love speaking. Uh, I just love this because I, I'm an auditory listen, learner. I love to listen instead of reading books. I love to listen to them. That's just how, again, you can, going back to the vision issues, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sound guy. So uh, that, that really is the way to my heart, if you will. So uh, music's huge for me. But, but yeah, getting back to the point, creativity is one of those things. You do not want to leave that stuff in the basement or inside of you is what I mean. You don't want to leave it unexplored. Example, if you've got a book in you that's screaming to come out, get the fucking thing out. Excuse my language. <clears throat> and I say that to myself. I could say that myself, but then I could say, well, Jeff, you haven't gotten it out. But I did get Beyond ADHD out. And that was the main, that was the, that was the huge sucker. There's definitely another one coming. But I still feel like the reason that's not coming out yet is because I still haven't lived out the story um, as much as I'd like to. I've flirted with bringing it out. I've mentioned it a couple times. But this, you know, this memoir, which is going to be intense and full, and oh my God, there's a lot to share, a lot of depth and a lot of uh, different stuff. It's not time yet for it. Book two will be on mental health, I'm sure. But it's not time yet for that either. And I'm cranking stuff out about mental health every day, pretty much. Uh, whether it's my own articles, sharing articles from that are coming out about mental health uh, through Google, uh, the latest stuff that I look over and, and I deem it important for my audience of nearly 2 million people online. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. If you, but if you've got a book that's, that's or a project, I don't know, if you've got something eating at you, so to speak, it's, it's tapping you on the shoulder saying, hey, you know, you got a, something you really want, something deep down. Maybe it's time to actually stop and devote time to planning it out, mapping out a strategy. Even if that's not the sexy part, and I get it. It's not sexy for some folks. They're not the strategy folks or the scheduling folks. You're the raw creatives, right? I get that too. But maybe you have a mix of both. Maybe it doesn't have to be completely one or the other. I do enjoy planning stuff out, uh, I find, because it helps me feel like there's progress that's being made, for sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I remember uh, I remember Brene Brown, who's a, uh, a PhD in, in social work and a, a personality, um, you know, a, a popular speaker in her own circles, and she was on Oprah. She's a friend of Oprah's. Uh, on a couple of her shows and stuff. She said that creative energy unused can, can what was the wording she used? Something to the effect of it can cause damage if you don't get it out. Like it just sitting there isn't good for you. Because she was like, that'll show up in, in other ways. So I, and it took me a minute to get that. But then I realized, yeah, you don't want that. You know, get it out. Get it out, right? As best you can. Again, at the same time, being aware that, you know what, don't beat yourself up if it's taking time. Um, if you tried it ten times already and it hasn't worked, 
don't beat yourself up. Find another angle. Find another way. Start over. Do it again. At least you're, at le- you know what? At least you're honoring that creative energy within. That's the biggest thing I find. That's the biggest thing. We change as we get older. Uh, as I look out the window, I'm thinking, yeah, I don't walk at night much anymore. And, man, that was a big thing for me. Back even 2006, like 12 years ago, even, which it doesn't seem like that long ago. Wow. Uh, I used to walk. I used to jog a night at times. And I'm not a fan of jogging now at all. That's because I'm not a light person. But uh, my frame is not meant for that. It's meant for biking or swimming or whatever. But not jogging. But uh, <laughs> anyway, it's it's one of those things where I realize I'm getting older and priorities change. Things change. And that's okay too. Right? But if there's something lingering, if there's something really lingering within you that's bothering you, and if it's not, cool. If it's just like, nah, I could take it or leave it. And that's, that's, that tells you something. Right? Maybe you're moving on. And there's nothing wrong with that and letting go of certain things. But as I look back at the TV, and I mentioned earlier, um, very early on in this in this podcast episode, that I was looking at, at a YouTube video of Calgary and reminiscing about living there four years ago uh, and, and looking so forward to making my return because I was struggling there. My wife was doing well, but I was struggling. And then, uh, and then we moved back home because family is here and stuff. And it's going to be, uh, I look forward to returning to Calgary. It's going to be interesting. Maybe it'll be anticlimactic. Maybe it'll be, who knows? I'm trying not to put expectation on it. But I know I've been yearning to go back for a bit to kind of put closure to that, if you will. Return as a successful guy. Because I wasn't successful then. I was unemployed. Uh, on the verge of another, yet another mental health crisis. And that's when I began speaking out. Actually, in the fall of 2013 is when I began blogging, first speaking out online via blogging about my mental health stuff through what was called the Adult ADHD Blog before I deleted the whole freaking thing during a panic attack, which I've talked about recently. I just, my gosh. I had eight or nine months of work put into that blog at least two, three times a week posting, doing blog posts, all organically writing them all myself, 500 words at least. And bang, one day during a panic attack, I hit the delete button and could not take it back. That's a whole other episode. But yeah, so it's one of those things where we've got to be gentle on ourselves in this journey. And I'll finish with this. Yeah, as, as it occurs to me, as I'm looking at, at the TV screen, seeing a winter uh, drone shot of part of Calgary, of a snow-covered Calgary. Um, yeah. For anyone who knows, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what video it is. The point is <clears throat> that there are always going to be times when we screw up. You know what I mean? There will always be times. There will always be things that we can feel like crap about or we'll think, oh, I didn't do this well enough. Or or creatively, I mean. There will always be stuff lurking within. If you're really creative and if you're whatever, even if you're not, there will always be stuff lurking, I would think. At least there is for me. There's always stuff lurking. You know, one night I'll have a couple glasses of wine and, and reminisce and there will be something lurking coming from that. There will be something come out of the woodwork 
and they come out of the woodwork and, and uh, they're like, holy crap, yeah, I should write something about that. And it's, often it's just, it's just the wine. Often it's just reminiscing and the next day it's like, ah, well, what was I thinking? I'm not really, I don't really need to go and write a book about that part of my life <laughs> or whatever I was thinking during having a couple drinks and relaxing and reminiscing and something triggered me, right? And I got all sentimental and that's what I do sometimes because that's just how I'm wired. But my point is there, there's always going to be, there are always going to be reasons to feel not great not perfect because we feel like we're not doing enough. You know what? Just keep going. Simple as it sounds. It's it's a it's a reminder constantly. Every day for the rest of your life, remember to be gentle. And I'm saying this from experience. I'm speaking to myself too. Remember to be gentle on yourself and keep going. Because the, I'll tell you why. The more you wallow or the more you feel like crap or the more you focus on what you aren't doing, the more it's just going to make it worse. It's not going to help, right? When you think about it, it's not going to help. It's not going to help. So we, we take that stuff, take it in stride, and know that, yeah, well, I'm human. Like, frick, I'm human. Come on. Be gentle on yourself, right? A little bit of self-care, self-compassion. But then, but then telling yourself, hey, so what can I do next? What does mean most? Is there a project, something I want to do creatively, is there something that needs to come out? Like my first book, you know, I didn't expect it to be about my story and the diagnosis of ADHD and putting it under a microscope and looking at reasons for symptoms and all that stuff. Um, but again, part of my story's in there that had to come out, like certain things in the thank yous, if you have the book, the thank yous. And if you don't, you don't even have to buy it. Just go to the library and ask if they have it beyond ADHD. Even if you don't give a crap about ADHD, check it out. If, if for nothing else, I say from the heart, then, and I, again, I'm not selling it. I'm saying go, go um, rent it or whatever it is, like borrow it from the library if you can. And just read 10 pages or three or four pages of the thank yous at the beginning. I thank the police officer who helped me along the way, and that was embarrassing. I thank the judge who sentenced me on, what was the date again, uh, uh, November the 8th of 2000. And you can check, you can fact check that in the book. I was sentenced on November 8th, 2000 by Judge David G. Carr, I believe it is. Uh, David Carr, Justice David Carr, where I lived. And, and uh, yeah, I thank people. I thank my first wife, even though it didn't go well, and, and other people. And, and I share some thoughts and friends who I no longer talk to. And, and, uh, yeah, like just read a bit, just read, you know, the outside, the beginning and maybe part of the end, where it's not all the, the factual, scientific stuff. Read, you know, read about even the first chapter, um, read about my story or whatever, and and you'll see, like if if that had to come out, is my point. You've got stuff in you that that uh, is coming out. Keep it coming out. If you're doing great. On the flip side, if you're doing great with it and you're executing and you're taking action regularly on it, right, just doing whatever it is, painting that painting, you know, um, learning learning music, doing whatever you're doing, keep doing it, keep going. But don't beat yourself up too much. Instead, if you're not doing it, <coughs> here comes my dog to live with me. <laughs> Hi, Abby. Nice to meet you. Um, if you... 
if you aren't doing it, again, don't be too hard on yourself. Instead, put that energy into, you know what, writing down what you do want to do again. Scheduling it, doing what you got to do, whatever. Keep taking steps, keep focusing on it, while being gentle on yourself. Until the next episode, I'm Jeff Emerson. Thank you for joining me.